conversations from yesterday with Julian Gentile. Holy smokes, we're back, or I'm back. It's a one-person show. Let's be real here. I'm I'm the one behind the magic, you know, behind the movie magic. Damn. Welcome back to everyone's fourth favorite podcast, trippy yet mundane, informed but dumb at the same time. Everyone's fourth favorite podcast. I picked four as like the number just because I feel like every everybody listens to Stern or Rogan. I don't know if Stern counts as a podcast. And then there's the Barstool Sports Scene, you know, Call Her Daddy, all, all those podcasts. And then there's probably another one that maybe they're obligated to to listen to um, because of their friends doing it. And it, it may not be that good. But they listen to it anyways, and that's the third slot. And then I come around at the fourth slot, and I'm just kind of like an average Joe at best. Also, I think I have um, one of the worst uh, radio slash podcast voices um, maybe of all time. I th- That may be too out there to say, but I, th- I genuinely think it's the truth. I sound stoned when I talk, you know? Um, I, I really do. I sound like I just woke up from a 10-hour nap or something like that. Hopefully, I can be more animated um, and get that and get that old-school radio vibe, maybe. But um, I do not have a voice that's, like, built for podcasting. May, you know, I have the drive for it, I, I guess, despite the fact that I took an informal hiatus kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I don't have the greatest podcast voice. I, I really don't. Um, yeah. And that's all I have to say on that. Watched Full Metal Jacket or a bit of it, like the first part of it. That's a very fun movie, you know? I feel like that's a first date kind of movie. It's a, it's kind of a litmus test to see those around you, you know? Personally, I think the movie's a borderline horror movie. Like, it's, it's messed up, you know? I'm gonna spoil it because the movie's old, but like when when Pyle kills um, the general and then kills himself, like that's brutal. It's a friggin' brutal depiction of dehumanization. Ah, alliteration there. But it's a brutal depiction of just war eating away, or the prospect of war eating away at one's humanity. Sounds pretentious right now, but you know what, Kubrick, R.I.P. is a genius and all that stuff. But yeah, it's um, it's really messed up, actually. And I was watching some Marines break it down, and they're like, ah, this is funny. Bro, I cannot imagine a world where Full Metal Jacket is funny to you. I mean, I guess the first part where, where the general's kind of ripping into each of the, of the troops or whatever you call them, but it's just brutal. Truly, truly brutal. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's my... um snowflake mentality but that's just what it's just brutal anyway speaking of brutal post malone's head tattoo jeez uh you shouldn't be getting face tattoos as a person you know i feel like that's a a good decision to make don't ever get a face tattoo just because it'll it won't it won't end up looking good in five years don't get a face tattoo if you want people to cross the street immediately when they see you walking by um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought there. Jeez. But yeah, brutal, brutal head tattoo. Like it's almost difficult 
to kind of listen to his music, I think. Just, it's like you're watching somebody decay and slowly make bad decisions, and it's kind of like, I don't know where this is going, dude. It's just, you question the support system around these famous people and all these stuff and all these things. You know, remember when Britney Spears shaved her head, fought a couple SUVs, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, um, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not a good look to get a giant pirate skull tattooed on the side of your head you know there's better there's better things you can do with your time you know solve try solving a rubik's cube um a puzzle starting a garden starting a podcast um coding learning to code um playing minecraft anything besides getting a giant pirate skull shaved on the or tattooed on the side of your head just Solid life decisions all around. Solid life decisions all around. I have some updates from the last solo episode. In the last solo episode, I talked about Takashi Six Nine and Elon Musk. Those were like the main big takeaways from those from that solo episode. The solo episode, um, the last one I did, ended up doing um, really well actually. Like the numbers were f- pretty solid. You know, they they were pretty friggin' solid. So Takashi has a new song, Trolls. If you haven't listened to it, don't. It's not that good. Um, was it, it reached number one? Gooba. Also, whoever whoever titles Takashi Six Nine songs, if that is Takashi Six Nine, it's like we should read a dictionary. You know, he's created his own dictionary, the Dictionary of Takashi. Um, it's just I don't know. I, I don't see the long game for Takashi 69. Like it doesn't make sense to just I mean he's appealing to his um demo, which is um crazy suburb kids who do stuff. I don't know. Who it's Takashi at the end of the day, you know? Elon Musk changed his kids' names from that hieroglyphic to a hieroglyphic with letters at the end of it because it's illegal to um it's illegal to have numbers in a kid's name in California or something like that. California, the the city where you can't put, or the city, geez, the state where you can't have um, hieroglyphics as your kid's name, but you can have homeless people running rampant and never address the issue and then try to ship them out to other cities. Cool story. Anyways, I, I don't like to get too political even though I talk about it a lot, evidently. I'm also not that funny, per se. So it's like, I gotta find a weird in-between with this podcast. Also, another thing. Too many friggin' conspiracy theories. It's impossible to keep up with all the conspiracy theories right now. It's like drinking water from a fire hydrant. There are so many conspiracy theories right now, it's crazy. I started following Tinfoil Hat Cast. I think that's what it, it's Sam Tripoli's podcast on Instagram. Um, geez, you know, if you want a fun, um, wholesome vibe of an Instagram account, definitely follow that. Definitely worth a follow. You should check it out. But yeah, it's just crazy. There's too many conspiracy theories. First it was 5G, now it's Bill Gates. Who knows? Now it's, um, I don't know. It's just, there's way too many conspiracy theories. You kind of see who a person is based on the conspiracy that they buy, you know? If Flat Earth is the hill that you're dying on, um, 
you know, read a book or something like that. There are some things that cons- or people in the mainstream call conspiracies, but like aren't really conspiracies and have legitimate um, facts behind that. I don't want to get too much into conspiracies, but like there's just way too many of them to keep up with. Yeah. Well, I have a new energy coming back to this podcast. Um, the last time I recorded episode 14, that was round two with Andrew LeBlanc. Solid episode. Ended a bit too short, but uh, it was good. I don't want to have like lopsided episodes time-wise. But um, I didn't really feel the drive to record for a couple weeks. So I just took a break, regrouped, decided how I was going to plan moving forward. And that's basically what I did. And I have a new kind of drive or the drive to record has returned. So I'm going to be putting out as many episodes as I can. The next episode is probably going to be with Aiden Skira and Honest, um, Honest Hip Hop. And that's going to be the first like three-person episode, which I'm excited for. But I think I'm going to, I'm just going to get rid of the schedule altogether because it's just one thing I hate about like putting out content and doing stuff is just being tied down to something. Maybe that, maybe that's the um, inner digital Gen Z or whatever you want to say in me, ADD type thing, you know, but I just, I don't like being tied down to anything. And this is kind of a free flowing, free moving thing. So I just want to, I want to put out and promote episodes um, as logically as possible. And I don't know if three episodes a week makes sense, but I also don't know if a schedule makes sense. So I might drop four episodes in one week and then two episodes the next week, just enough time to adequately promote each episode and for each episode to gain the proper views that I guess you could say it deserves or that it needs just in order to grow this podcast, because look at the job market right now or the job market that, um, our, our youth, our generation is going to inherit after everything that's going on. It sucks. You know, it's awful. If you're in, if you're going to university like now, I feel sorry for you. It's brutal. Mind you, I'm not even there yet, but like, it's brutal. You're going to come out of university potentially with a a degree that doesn't make sense, but also um, debt and walking into maybe like a 40K entry-level job, which is just absurd if you think about all the time you spent preparing to get a job. Yeah, it just, I I need to do something. I've jumped like eight topics within this first 10 minutes. This is really jumpy. But anyways, edge, I would not want to be entering um the job force right now or approaching finding a job i don't even know what i'm saying approaching um getting a job or doing anything like that um going to school trying to like post-secondary is gonna suck you're starting online you're either ending online starting online or in the midst of it online and it's just and it's still at full price education is still at full price and the quality isn't getting better if anything it's getting worse so you're just basically robbing these kids blind for a piece of paper that makes sense, I guess, in like the the mainstream world, you can say. But it's just we're robbing our generation blind and telling them that this is the only avenue to success. You know, start something with when you're young. If you're passionate about friggin' making making shoes out of hay bales, then start doing that. I don't know if you're passionate about health and stuff and fitness or whatever. Start something like that. Start a YouTube channel. Start. Start something, do something because you need to do at the end of the day, you have to do something to differentiate yourself from the herd. 
Every Ed, Ed and Eddie's trying to do something. Is that a saying? I don't even know. But every single person's trying to do something, you know, of course. Um, but everyone's trying to do something similar. And there's a thousand people trying to beat you in that position. So best thing is if you're passionate about something, start early. And if you're not passionate about something, try new things. You know, who, who am I to also, who am I to say what you're supposed to be doing with your life? I don't have an enough life experience to be telling people how to live their lives, but I'm just kind of making observations based on the world that I'm, I'm looking at. It's crazy. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't friggin' make sense. We're education is messed up. You know, the quality of education hasn't necessarily, it has changed as it's more widespread and things like that. It would be ignorant of me to say that education has not become better, but like, Look at how technology has advanced from 50 years ago, say now, compared to education from 50 years ago to now. It's still rooted in what you can call industrial age values. By the time you've entered the workforce, the stuff you've learned, potentially, I don't know every specific thing in every specific course or high school or university or institution, but by the time you get into the workforce, generally speaking... The stuff you've learned is kind of dated. I, I am pretty sure in like things like advertising, if you're studying advertising or marketing, I believe in some places they teach you print. No, but what? That's re- that's so dumb if that's the case. Also, I talk a lot of smack and I like, I like to speak out of my uh, rear end sometimes. So take what I say with a grain of salt, but education doesn't make sense right now. And then you have people not going to call out anyone, but then you have people going on the news with no education talking about how you should live your lives, you know, crazy times, strange times, everything's backwards, everything's backwards, I don't know, just doesn't make sense, riots are still going on, um, no, actually, no, they're not, no, they're not, I don't know what I'm saying, um, protests are still going on, don't want to glorify rioting or anything like that, also, this has been talked into the ground already, so I feel as though, Anything I say from this point on just risks being um, taken the wrong way, which is not my intention with this thing. My intention with the podcast is just to have a good time. If it entertains you, then that's great. But yeah, you know, it seems as though we think we're more divided than we are, I guess. You know, it's it's almost as though we want to be divided so we have a, a cause to back. Because if we don't experience as many problems as we do, we need to create them, I think. But also, who am I to say what what's this and that, you know? We're more alike than we are different. It's for the exception of these distinct differences that we should embrace and just um, move on with, you know? I think focusing on arbitrary, nonsensical things about people will just end up um, hurting us more than benefiting us. And obviously, I'm just speaking in kind of like purple prose right now and just kind of nonsense, but it's, it's the truth. I don't know. We shouldn't be as divided as we are. And it seems though, um, the USA is way more divided than we are, but, um, yeah, it it just becomes a them versus us thing and it becomes super tribal. And it's not about, it's not about helping others or lifting each other up. It's just a, it becomes, um, a trivial identity war based on nonsense, um, backed by people who are just looking for a reason to fight. 
and not a reason to cause change and stuff like that. I don't know. Also, with all that's going on in the world, people have to understand people in a lot of places don't have jobs, number one. They don't have money just because they've been out of jobs and been forced to be inside their house or dwelling for three, four months at this point. It's just... There's no game plan moving forward, and that's what I find most alarming. There's no game plan. We're just... We're just running... It's like the blind leading the blind, as that is a... It is a cliched saying, but it's the truth. It just... It feels like there's no true leaders out there willing to make responsible and um, impactful decisions. It's just people focused on the short term. I guess you can say that, you know? And when I say that, I'm talking about, like... um, Like, I wonder what the CERB is going to look like or all this money giving out. Like, in 10, 20 years from now, what's that debt going to look like? And how's that going to affect the next generations to come, you know? But also, you need the support at this time. I don't know. It's just things to think about. People don't like to attack issues from many different angles nowadays, I find. It's a matter of... um, they just like staying in their echo chamber because their echo chamber is safe and they know that somebody's going to agree with them within that echo chamber. And yeah, we need to we need to like open up, I think as people. Like open up our hearts, open up our minds more importantly, just because there's a lot of ideas out there and I think we're we communicate at such a high volume but such an ineffective um in such an ineffective way at the same time. Because there's so much verbal diarrhea now, um, you're more distracted than you are informed. And that, and that's how I feel. I don't know. You're getting 20 different reports, each from different angles, partisan angles, different political views backed by different people, funded by different people, just to try to spew a message. It's like, it's like we're dogs trying to chase a laser in the midst of just crazy timing and or crazy times to be alive. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's become a cliched saying and kind of a filler that I use to keep the flow of consciousness going within a conversation. But I don't know. That's, it's like nobody knows anything right now. It's just being comfortable with uncertainty and um, not knowing like um, what comes next, whether that be with um, tension and division between us or COVID. It's just nobody knows, you know. I don't know. Uncertainty is the thing that I'm trying to work on, like becoming um, acquainted with, you could say. It's something that I'm like trying to like, it's out of my control. So what can I do? You know, it's just a weird, strange times. I don't know. Strange times. Strange times. But watching Full Metal Jacket, weird transition, but I'm gonna stick with it. Um, Watching Full Metal Jacket, I just think about like other Stanley Kubrick movies like 2001 A Space Odyssey, widely regarded as a masterpiece, one of the most experimental, it's like a high-budget art house film, and there's not a lot of risk um, risks within Hollywood. Anthony Mackie said it best, I think. He said, Hollywood is just um, making movies for 16-year-olds in China, just because that's where they know they can make their money. Nobody's making high-budget art films, you know? Apocalypse Now is basically an art film. Um... 2001 A Space Odyssey was basically a high-budget art film. Denis Villeneuve is kind of 
bringing that back though. He's doing he did Dune and he did Blade Runner 2049 and Blade Runner 2049 was just a high funded art film. That kind of flopped at the box office because people didn't know what to expect with it. But yeah, there's not enough or original ideas being thrown around. It just seems as though we're 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 in a culture obsessed with recycling, repeating, and kind of romanticizing the past as opposed to um, embracing original ideas and thoughts. You know, it's just easier to be rooted. And things that already exist rather than inventing something completely um, completely new. I don't know. Just things to think about. But yeah, great movies. I think about, when I think about like great directors, you obviously think about Tarantino, Scorsese. But like the Safdie brothers are great. Good Time is Haunting. Uncut Gems is the, one of the most stressful theatric experiences I've had. I miss the movie theater. I really do. I miss the movie theater. I didn't realize how much um, I appreciate the movie theater um, until this happened. I really miss the movie theaters because it's just a fun place to go, blow off some steam, um, watch something cool, and just um, get immersed in something. You know, you can make a day out of it. You can, like, I remember in November, I was chilling with my buddy and we went downtown to watch The Lighthouse. Uh, at Scotiabank Theater, but like they're taking down Scotiabank Theater in downtown right now, which is like unfortunate. It's like I don't know. I hope people appreciate and back up the movie theaters when things transition as they are now to like home releases. Like I just watched The King of Staten Island um, at home, and it and it wasn't like I was disappointed with the movie, but. I was more disappointed with the fact in the fact that I couldn't go to a movie theater to watch this with friends or family or whatnot. It's just a bummer. And obviously there are more serious issues in the world, but it's like you want some certainty going back to uncertainty, but you want some kind of connection to like the way we used to do things. And that seems so long ago, but we just want some, some um, connection to the past because this pandemic has really thrown things out of whack. Who knows? It's just crazy. Tenet's coming out soon. I wonder if people are going to be able to watch that in theaters. I wouldn't mind watching that in a drive-in. I think that would be cool, going to a drive-in movie theater to watch Tenet. But yeah, like, it just, it's crazy. Strange flipping times. I worry about swearing on, on these podcasts because I want to sound eloquent and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I don't even know what my demographic is. And also, it's it's not a PG show, but it's also not not a PG show. It's just kind of like a show. Um, yeah, so I don't even know like how I'm supposed to approach cursing in my... Like, if I have a guest and they want to swear, I don't care. Like, Andrew LeBlanc will go off, and I, I really like that. I think that's awesome. I think it's hilarious, honestly. He's such a provocateur. That guy's... That guy... Like, that's why I'll, I'll invite him back, because... He's a nice guy, provocateur, talks a lot of crap, easy to talk to, always has something to say. Like, it's just, that's what people don't understand, I think, with a lot of the media and the way it is now. A lot of it is just mainly commentary, not news, and it's just opinions. And the more you rise up within, like, the media ranks and things like that, you transition to commentary 
and start making the big bucks. Like um, Geraldo Rivera, he's like a Peabody award-winning journalist or something. But And then uh, 10 years ago or whatever, he started doing commentary or whenever he started doing commentary. I don't know. Maybe it was way before then. But yeah, it's like once you move up, you become a commentator and you just spew nonsense and things like that. I don't know. Whatever. Also, it's like if you're if you're strictly listening to Fox, if you live in the U.S., or you're strictly like taking in your news from one side, you're just and it's just irresponsible. It's just you being irresponsible as a citizen because it's just that's just not the way things are, and you have to approach things from many different angles. That was vague, but you basically get the idea. Yeah, don't take your news in from one thing. Also, if you're listening to me thinking that, like, this is a legitimate point of view that, like, is completely informed, don't do that. I don't have all the facts all the time, and I talk a lot of smack and all that stuff. So it's just, like, everybody, everybody's talking out of their ass, more or less. Everybody's running around like a headless chicken at least some time in the day. Yeah, yeah. I want to hustle with this podcast, though. I really do. Because, I don't know, I feel like there's promise in doing this. And I have something interesting to say and bring to the table. Um, just like any cliched thing. But, like, podcasts are super saturated right now. So I want to kind of differentiate myself from the herd. Everybody th- thinks they're the next thing, myself included. They're the next Stern, Rogan, whatever they want to be, whatever radio or tied in in the media they want to be like everybody's kind of gunning for that and there's so much like stuff you gotta beat out and there's so much competition and there's a lot of people making really good content and putting out really good stuff and it's just you know I don't want to sound like a politician and sound like super formal but yeah who knows let's check the news news has been Kind of repetitive at this point, but let's just type in news to Google News and see what happens. Video in civil claim shows RCMP officer dragging student stepping on her head after wellness check. Ooh, fun. Don't, ah, yeah, I would not want to be a cop right now. Like a good cop right now. I would not want to be a good cop right now. I know some, um... Cops that have, like, come through during elementary school to give presentations. I would not want to be those guys, you know? Public school board votes, votes, terminates police liaison program. Yep, more stuff about cops. Twice forgotten soldier sues veterans affairs over abandoned case file. Hmm. Aren't headlines fun to read? Sometimes headlines are more fun to read than actually taking in the full article just because sometimes they could be so outlandish. I don't know. It's just like Bill Cosby granted appeal in Pennsylvania sex assault case. Well, you know what? I don't know. Whatever. He's, he's every, everybody has already talked about that. You know, there's nothing more I can really add to that. Everybody's getting in trouble for blackface, you know, jeez. You know, I like why? Why would? Why would you do that? It's so dumb. First of all, let's break this down. 
back then, probably okay to do, or people wouldn't really care. Um, now, obviously, we're kind of judged based on the standards of today, or our stuff that we did in the past is based on um, the standards of today. Jeez, that was rough. But yeah, don't why, why, why? Who paints their face just to begin with? Like, you know who paints their face? Toddlers on Halloween or kids at birthday parties. Don't be painting your face. It's just dumb. Poor decisions all around. Don't don't paint your face. Why why are you gonna paint your face? It's just mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling. Good news. Good news. There's not enough good news. Some good news network got sold to CBS or whatever, so that that was that, that's strange. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good news. We need good more more good news. Flooding props lone sand family to move away for good. Well, that's not good. See, now good means like for good, and that's just negative. It's just another way to populate the news with negative nonsense that'll just make people sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just retail workers seeking both the good and bad in people since reopening. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's a mess. Everything's a mess. There's no game plan. I don't even know if reopening, like, I'm, I'm not anti-reopening at all. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm pretty, I like, it would be nice to make everything go back to normal. But at the same time, it's like we need appropriate guidelines in place to know that we're not just walking into something super dangerous uh, because I don't know I feel like nobody's making nobody knows what decision to make and that's going to impact a lot of people but who knows yeah but if you're listening to this and you've made it this far in the podcast I genuinely appreciate you I I, I appreciate anyone who listens to this podcast but I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day um, to just listen to what I have to say, listen to my nonsense, and things like that, you know? It's just, I enjoy doing this, and I want to keep at it, keep hustling with it, but yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Traffic is already picking up, so all that environmental good that we've been doing has kind of just been reset. Like, I like the environmental stuff is mind-boggling, because... I don't know if we we should be addressing it more than we are, and I don't know if the ways we tackle it are as effective as they could be. I don't know. It seems the strategies are just kind of like ways to spark just political political problems, if that makes sense. I don't know. Or just get people razzed up and things like that. Like the whole um, – it's just like – oil money and stuff like that versus people who want to put solar panels everywhere. It's just like, there's no nuanced point of view on how to tackle environmental issues. I used to be in the eco club in elementary school. So I know what I'm talking about and you should definitely be listening to what I have to say. And if I'm throwing adjectives in there, then you definitely know I'm smart and you definitely know that what I'm saying is legit. So yeah, but yeah, it's just, Strange. Yeah, good news pops up. The Mac Miller song, which is one of the most depressing songs 
in the last couple of years, I think. It's just like, jeez. I was listening to some Juice World's, like Juice World's new release with Trippy Red and the song he's on with Kid Leroy. And it's just sad. It's just sad. There's been too many rappers and artists who just die young. It's like, it's sad. It's sad. It's crazy what happened to Juice World and Mac Miller. Like, Circles is such an interesting album, I think, just because it feels like the most peaceful and kind of non-aggressive goodbye from a really talented artist who passed away way too soon. I don't know. I think I, I'm really looking forward to Juice World's um, next album, The Outsiders, or whatever it's called, because... He was really good at making music, and he passed away way too, way too soon. And you just question the support system around these people, how record labels kind of use and abuse people, and all that stuff. It's just... Uh, I hope they don't do to Juice World what they did to Tentacion, where they just put out every single snippet he ever did and just kind of mash it out to a full song, and then make that song a mediocre, half-realized project. I really don't want them to do that, because I think Juice World is an especially talented artist, not saying that X was, because let's face it, the guy's the most influential artist in hip-hop in the last while. If you look at like who's coming up and who they're influenced by, it's like it's a lot of Tentacion. But I, I just don't want them to ruin Juice World's um, musical legacy, if that makes sense. But yeah, artists, artists take advantage, or labels take advantage of artists more so after they die than when they're alive. And that says a lot about like the contents of who they are. They're in the business of screwing up people or taking advantage of people and making money of pe- off of people's creative content and their ideas and their art. Like they distribute art. But they act like they make it in a way, or they take like... Eh. The the business of art is so fascinating, I find, just because it's just strange. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> I really got my point across there, but it's like, you distribute art and then take advantage of your artists. Some I don't know where I heard this, but it was like... Or that's the thing with Russ, that uh, the rapper Russ, you know? He's independent, doesn't sell as much as, say, like, um, Drake or something like that. But he's not tied down to a label, so he's bringing in a ton of money. It's all going to him, his team, and whoever he wants to give the money to. That's all for him. But when when you're signed to a label, you get, like, a fraction of a fraction of what you should be making just because they're in the business of taking money and making it they're in the business of just taking your money and your creative property and just being like, we're going to give you exposure now. So give us, give us all your money or give us all the rights to what you make. It's just, I want to keep this as independent as possible for as long as I can, just because you look at people across any like platform or any people in the public eye and as soon as it doesn't become independent, you can tell it's kind of like manufactured, if that makes sense. And also podcasts are like 
essentially behind TikTok, which is very, very disposable in social media. Podcasts are like some of the most disposable forms of content out there. Like how many times, it's not an episode of Friends, a podcast. They're long. It's just people talking. Words are disposable at the end of the day. So it's like, are you even that invested in what I have to say? I don't know where how I got to this point, but yeah. Podcasts are super disposable. That's when I that's why I want to make them as different as possible. As different as possible. Or that's why I want to make this as as cool as it can be and talk to as many cool people from different sides. Yeah. I don't really that's the thing. Like nowadays you got to talk to someone and they've got to be perfect throughout their whole life. They can have never messed up. They have to be absolutely perfect and they can't do anything wrong. But it's like now everybody loves freedom of speech until it comes to what they believe. Then it's not cool. Then it becomes offensive and then it becomes, oh, well, that's an attack. It's not, it's not friendly conversation anymore. It's not discourse that or dialogue that makes sense. Because if I don't believe it, then you're attacking me. That's the thing. It's like intent versus execution. It's all in the delivery, you know? Um, I feel like if the delivery of a lot of what we said was better, we would get along better and there would be less tension between us, whether that be on social media or in person or whatever. Like, we have to, we're so hostile and like so aggressive because we think that's going to be the most effective way to get information through the void. But it's like, no, no, nobody's sitting rationally and calm talking about major issues going on in the world. They're screaming into the void thinking that's how they're going to get attention, which I mean they do, but it, it doesn't last very long. It doesn't last very long. I don't know. I do not know. It's a crazy flipping time. Crazy, crazy time. Yeah. Chris D'Elia and Justin Bieber are in hot water. I don't know if Justin Bieber is in hot water so much as um, Chris D'Elia is in. But it's like strange things going on, you know. Time's Up slash Me Too is picking up again, I think. You know, not necessarily a bad thing, you know. But like we have to just... Be responsible with accusations, I guess. Not saying what these guys did was good in any way, but it's like when you start going after any and anybody for anything that they did, it just becomes a slippery slope of what people can and can't do. That's that's all I have to say on that, which was probably – I probably slipped up somewhere there and somebody's going to maybe twist that in the future, but like whatever, you know? Yeah, I think we're at 40 minutes right now, I think, and – I, I don't know. I feel like that's a good time for this episode. It's our first episode back, my first episode back. So it's going to be a little bit clunky. But yeah, yeah, it's just something for people to listen to. It'll be up on YouTube audio only. There's no need for somebody to look at my face exclusively for 40 minutes. But yeah, thank you. If you've been listening to this this far, I appreciate you. I really do. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to what um, a slightly misinformed person has to say. And keep your head high. Thank you for listening to everyone's fourth favorite podcast, CFY Conversations from Yesterday. All right. Peace out. Take care. Stay safe. All the best. Stay cool. Frick. Thanks for listening. 